How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Now, I have been creating carousels on Instagram for quite a while now. As of recording this podcast, 177 days to be precise. So, I'd like to think I've picked up a few things along the way. You can scroll to the very bottom of my feed if you want and see my very first attempt at a carousel. Whew. It was awful. It was really, really bad. But 177 days later, I like to think I've got pretty good at them. I've learned a thing or two. My copywriting's improved. My headlines have improved. My content as a whole has improved. But that is down to me actually learning the process along the way. I started off being horrendous. But over time, as I continue to produce and learn certain lessons and test things and implement certain strategies... I've improved and you can too. It's just down to practicing, refining, improving and continuing to post every single day. But just to give you guys a few tips and tricks and how you can improve your carousels, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking through some rules of Instagram carousels that you need to follow. Rules that you must follow if you want your carousels to perform well. Because I've made a lot of mistakes and carousels have flopped and just completely underperformed. But I've learned to implement certain things that have made them perform better and better over time. So without any further ado, let's just get straight into the first rule. Number one, your carousels need to reflect your brand. Now, this is something that obviously is going to develop over time. Your branding is something you grow into. You've got your brand colors, you've got your style, and essentially what you become known for. But it's important to make sure that you are unique. Your uniqueness is going to attract new people. People aren't going to follow you if you are like another creator because they can just go and follow them. You need to be different. Why should somebody follow you opposed to following someone else? Your uniqueness will help you grow exponentially over time because people will discover you and you're fresh to them. You are a new creator that they haven't seen anyone like before. So that's why it's important that your carousels reflect your brand, your uniqueness, you as an individual. Pick your brand colors, pick your style, Pick something that you want to be known for and run with it. Yes, at first, it might not be where you want it to be, but that will come with practice as you continue to create. You will begin to develop your style and get into that flow and begin producing better and better content as you continue. But if you are off all over the place with your branding, then you're not going to have any real definition behind your content. When someone's scrolling through the feed, they're not going to go, oh, that's a post by Ethan. They're going to go, oh, this is just another post. But if you've got that branding and got your specific unique style, every time someone is scrolling through the feed and they come across your post, they're going to know it's you. They're going to stop and they're going to know 
I know this content's brilliant because it's done by whoever. So, number one, make sure your carousels that you create are unique to your brand. Yes, your style will develop over time and you will improve, but make sure you are consistent. So that way, when people come across your content, they know it's yours and they know it's going to be great. Moving on to tip number two. And this is one, it's just more from a design point and one that is really annoying to people that will be scrolling and viewing your carousels. If you are using images, please, please, please make sure they are high quality. Your content and the value you are providing to your audience may be of an insane, ridiculous level. But if you are using images that are blurry and pixelated and just damn right awful that's really going to distract from your incredibly valuable message and i see this time and time again trust me people do make this mistake they will use blurry images and it just ruins the whole post so if you are going to be using images or stock photos or icons anything along those lines please make sure they are high quality please i beg Use FreePick, use Pexels, use Icon Finder. These are all websites where you can get royalty-free images and icons that have really, really high quality levels. That way, when you transfer them onto your designs, they will stay a high quality. You won't stretch them and blow them up and make them pixelated and blurry because they are incredibly high quality already. So you don't have to worry about that. But please, if you are using images, this is a very, very, very simple tip, a very quick one. Make sure they are high quality. Blurry, pixelated photos are going to distract from the quality of your content and therefore put people off. If your copy and content itself is high quality, you want your imagery and icons to also portray that high level of quality. So make sure that is the case. Moving on to tip number three, please stick to one topic. I hate coming across a carousel and I'm scrolling through it and it's all over the place. I'm learning about one thing on one slide. Two slides later, it's a brand new topic coming in. And then another slide comes in and it's something brand new again. I can't consume a piece of content that's throwing my mind all over the place and getting me to consume a bunch of different topics. If I'm scrolling through a carousel, I want to learn about one topic in great detail. I don't want to be all over the place because by the time I get to the third point or the third topic, I'm going to have forgotten about the first. If you want to talk about three different topics, make three different posts. Because that way you can go into much more detail on each of those topics. You don't want to rush talking through a specific topic. Really show your expertise. Go into detail. Don't write too much text and I'll go into that later on. But go into detail on this one topic and really hit home with your audience on just how much you know about it. That way, you're almost telling a story with that one piece of content. You aren't jumping from left to right to up to down. You are just sticking to that one single topic and that's going to continue to retain that attention throughout your post if people are scrolling through and they do learn about one thing and then they're on to the next they're going to get distracted and they're not going to know how to react when you grab someone's attention with your post you want to retain it and therefore it's your duty as a content creator to get your message across in the simplest way possible and obviously the simplest way possible is going to be only talking about one single topic in your post you want to retain the attention, you don't want to lose that attention, 
you want to retain that attention and therefore tell a story and go into detail on that one single topic. So moving on to tip number four. And now this is something that some of you might think, oh, but why? But keep it simple. Please keep your post simple. You've got to remember that you are creating content for your audience and not yourself. People will follow you because they want to get to the point in which you are at, especially if you're in the education niche like I am. I teach social media marketing. People follow me because I'm at point B. They're at point A. My content helps them bridge the gap between point A and point B. But if I am assuming that they are at a similar knowledge level to me, which they aren't, I know that because that's why they follow me. I'm going to be using language and terminology that they may not understand. I cannot assume that they are at a similar level to me. So I have to keep all of the language I use, all of the industry jargon, anything along those lines, as simple as possible so that my content is relatable to somebody no matter their knowledge level. You might be thinking, okay, but I really want to show just how much of an expert I am. I want to use all these complicated words and industry jargon. Fine, you're going to look like you know what you're talking about, but nobody's going to actually understand what you're talking about. And therefore, your content's actually going to be useless, even though you thought it was very helpful because you went into great detail and made your language really difficult to understand, essentially, because you wanted to keep it in line with industry standards. But really what you want to be doing is you want to be keeping it as simple as possible so that as many people as possible can understand it. That's going to help you increase your reach. That's going to help build that trust with your audience and make people want to continue consuming it. If you've built an audience of people that are at a lower knowledge level than what you are, hence why they follow you, if you keep posting content that they cannot understand because you are making it complicated, then they're going to unfollow you. You're going to lose that audience member. But if you assume that everyone is at a lower knowledge level and they follow you because you educate them and you use simple terms that everybody is going to understand, you're going to be able to increase that engagement, increase that reach because it is applicable to more people. So whatever you do, keep your language simple, no industry jargon, no overcomplicated terminology. Think about it this way. English isn't going to be everyone's first language, especially with the content I produce. I only speak English, but I know a lot of other people, English isn't their first language. So therefore, they're not going to understand complicated words that I may use to make myself sound clever. So I avoid using them. Does it take away from the value of my post? Absolutely not, because I just make it understandable to more people. So keep it simple. And now let's move on to the next tip. And the next tip is please don't use too much text. At the end of the day, you need to remember we are on social media. People have a very, very short attention span. On social media, especially Instagram, they are scrolling. They are just scrolling through post to post to post to post. And you are just going to be a post amongst this massive feed of content. But if you've got a carousel and they're scrolling from slide to slide to slide, if you've got a paragraph of text from what feels like it's from a Harry Potter book, I always use that as an example. You've, if you've listened to episodes in the past, you've probably heard me say that. But you don't want people to feel like they're reading a book. If they want to read a book, they'll go and read a book. They're on Instagram. They're consuming a carousel. They don't want a ton of text. I imagine if you scrolled across any carousel in your feed and you scrolled to a slide and it's got an absolute mountain of text on it, 
you've just either swiped to the next slide and ignored that slide or just gone to the next post. You cannot be bothered to read that much text. So therefore, when you are creating your content, you need to be mindful of this. You need to be thinking, right, how can I shorten this message into as few words as possible, but still getting across my message in the most valuable way possible? Now, you will improve at this over time. Your copywriting will get better and better. If you look through my old posts, you will see that I did use too much text. And that's the lesson I learned. I saw that, but I took action. I began to think about my text when I was writing it. Look, okay, this is currently three lines, but do I need that text there? Do I need that line? Do I need those words? No, I probably don't. Let's shorten those three lines into one sentence. And then it's so much easier to consume. I have a rule where somebody shouldn't spend more than five to seven seconds on each slide of my carousel. Simple as that. Anything longer and it's too much. Yes, granted, when you get to your action slides, you might have diagrams and a little bit more of a list or something that people need to consume, but that's fine. That is where you provide your value. But when you are grabbing the attention in the first few slides of your carousel, you want to keep it. You don't want to lose it. You want to get people intrigued, connect on that emotional level. And to do that, you cannot be using too much text because they will just get bored. They will get bored. They will not reach your action slides. They will not reach where you actually provide that value. And that's your fault. You need to be getting across your message in the simplest way possible. So use as little text as you can while still getting that value across. You'll get better at it, but just consider this when you are writing your copy. Now, moving on to tip number six. Now, this is the biggest thing that has really helped me with my content creation, especially my carousels. A lot of people spend a lot of time creating carousels. They are a very time-consuming piece of content to actually create because it's not like you're just creating a single image. You're having to create what is essentially 10 single image posts. So the time that it takes to create this content is much longer than any other form. Video content might take you a bit longer, but that's a different point to mention. So you need to be thinking as a content creator, how can I cut that time down? Because ultimately you want to be spending as much time as possible doing actions that are gonna help grow your business. Content creation, yes, indirectly does grow your business. It gains that attention and could bring you inbound leads, but you wanna be doing prospecting, discovery calls, actually doing work that is gonna make you money opposed to content creation. Yes, you should still be doing content creation, but you should be spending as little time doing it as possible while still getting that maximum value across. How can you do that now? Ever since I have introduced templates, templates into my content strategy, I have saved almost too much time. I used to take an hour, an hour and 20 minutes to create a carousel. It now takes me 20 to 30, start to finish. Super, super simple. And I'm gonna create an episode about my content creation strategy in the future and how I can actually post daily. So stay tuned for that. But templates have played a big role in that. I can now create seven days of content in three hours. In three hours, I only used to be able to make two pieces. But having those templates in place where I can just plug in the text and certain places where I then just find an image and place the image has saved so, so much time. Those guides, those page numbers, the final slide, the headline positioning, the text positioning, you name it, all of these different things I have in templates. And that's just been able to save me so much time because I'm not having to design every single post from scratch now. I write my copy, think of my headline, plug it into the template, 
done, export. So before, I was writing my copy and then I was having to design it and then I was going to have to do my headline, all of the other things. But now I plug it in, done, export. 20 minutes, simple. Have templates. It will speed up your content creation of your carousels dramatically. Yes, I get this point. Wasn't directly a rule of how you should design and what things you should use in your carousel. But trust me, this point is going to save you so much frustration, so much time, and ultimately be able to help you grow your business as a result because you can focus on other things. So have templates, you will enjoy it so much more. Now, moving on to my final point, and this one is key, especially when it comes to carousel, because it's not a single image post, it's not a video, when someone's scrolling through the feed, they're not just instantly gonna be able to consume your content. You've gotta grab that attention somehow. So arguably, your cover slide is the most important part of your carousel because it is going to grab that attention and make people want to read the rest of it. They are going to see that and go, okay, this looks incredibly interesting. I want to read more and learn. So your cover slide is the slide that you should be spending, in my opinion, the most time on. Your image needs to complement the message. Your headline itself needs to be really, really catching. And with the average attention span on social media being seven seconds, if you haven't grabbed that attention within three, your carousel's not going to be consumed. You're, you've got to remember, when people are scrolling, you need to be a scroll stopper. They need to see your carousel and go, wow, that looks cool. That looks interesting that looks valuable, let me read the rest. So your headline, your cover needs to hook that attention. Keep it short, don't have a headline that's like, read this carousel if you want to learn about XYZ. Not gonna work. Short, snappy, to the point, no longer than seven words. For example, mine the other day, how to provide value. Four words, simple. And that is intriguing because people obviously want to know how to provide value with their content. They're thinking, right, I have that issue with mine. I don't feel as if I'm providing value, but by reading this, I'm gonna be able to learn how to do just that. But I also had a complementative image of someone handing over like a light bulb. It may not sound interesting if you're listening to this on the podcast, but if you go over to my page and actually look at it, it looks pretty cool. It is eye-catching. And therefore people are gonna see that it's complementative to value because the light bulb's an idea. Get clever with the images you use, but you can see how this headline, this cover slide has grabbed that attention and then consequently got people to consume the rest of my carousel. So make sure you are grabbing that attention with your headlines, you are hooking that attention with your cover page and you will see so much more success with the carousels you create. And that rounds up the rules I need you guys to follow when it comes to creating your carousels on Instagram. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram at the marketing ethan send me a dm and i'll make sure i get back to you but if you did enjoy today's episode hit that subscribe button or that follow button depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode when i post every monday wednesday and friday 
Now, just one more ask from me, guys. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review. If you do that, make sure you send me a screenshot on Instagram of that review. I will give you a shout out on my Instagram story and I'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast. But I just want to finish off the episode by saying thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.